Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Corey Willis with PPI, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today, we're going to be chatting about towing, and specifically four categories that are crucial to upgrade. And towing topics are always really popular in the summertime, but especially this year and everything that's gone on the last three or four months with much of North America being, you know, on stay-at-home orders or not being able to travel as much and things are opening up and, you know, a lot of people out there wanting to go camping and fishing and take road trips. And what we're going to talk about today, it pertains to Cummins, Duramax, or Powerstroke, any of the big three. And we're going to be talking with Christian Roth from BD Diesel and asking him about these four categories and then also things that we can do in them to be able to improve the reliability, the power, the braking, and then also the stability of our our tow setup. So we're really excited to be able to chat with him today. I want to encourage you guys, if you have any specific questions about your truck and no matter where you're at in the upgrade stage, there's probably going to be unique questions that you have for your build and how you use your vehicle. We encourage you guys to go to us.bddiesel.com and you can search by your year and make truck. And then if you have any questions, just send the guys an email, give a call in. There's a number of different ways that you can reach out to BD Diesel and ask them questions. So you make sure that you get either the right turbo or other component that you need for your truck. Christian, welcome back to the Diesel Podcast. It's uh, I had a great time chatting with you last time about things you guys were working on and and keeping product you know flowing all over North America and some new releases you guys have. But I saw some uh, some towing uh, information you guys had posted on Facebook and Instagram, and it's summertime and people are definitely wanting to you know get out of the house and take a camping, fishing trip, road trip, things like that. And I really wanted to focus in on on the towing side of what you guys offer for Cummins, Duramax and Powerstroke trucks. Yeah, for sure. You know, what everybody wants to get out of the house now. Everybody's fi- uh, been cooped up for uh for some time and uh as the weather gets nicer throughout the country, yeah, it's the opportune time, right? Kids are coming off school or if not off school already and uh time to take the family out. Um and uh, get out to see mother nature one of the things we hear from a lot of truck owners is they'll have a truck and whether it's new or you know it's a little bit older is the truck maybe close to stock or may just have you know maybe a 60 horsepower tow tune or if it's you know a 12 valve or something like that you know maybe a set of 50 60 horse injectors but they get and use the truck for work towing it's a boat or trailer, something like that, and they need more. And there's, there seems to be four distinct things or categories that I think of when it comes to towing. And it's power, keeping the temperatures in check, whether it's EGTs or fluid temperature, being able to slow down that trailer, and then how it handles when you're driving. So especially on the Dodge trucks, like steering stability, steering stabilizer, things like that. So I wanted to start with the power side, which 
we're going to be thinking about turbos, right? And and what not just the biggest set or, or the biggest single turbo we can run, but what works really well for the towing crowd. And I wanted to ask you to chat about that a little bit and what some recommendations and products you guys have for the three big brands are. Yeah, you know what? And I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. There's four like unique criteria uh, of towing and um and everybody will always assume that it's it's about power but there's a number of other factors you know what power um makes the towing experience uh that much better right everybody is um uh, everybody's a little concerned about that hill uh you know what i've got i got the family in the back of the seat i got this large trailer and uh, not enough power can actually be a safety concern right if if I have the uh, if I don't have the ability to pull on on the freeway and accelerate up to a correct speed, uh, puts me and my family at risk. Uh, so there's a couple of uh, options that we have that we feel um, kind of solve some of those issues, right? And we talked briefly with our history on the Diesel Podcast about the Screamer turbochargers um, and even some of the Ironhorn kits. You're going to start to see a lot. Uh, I think a lot of more focus, especially in the summertime for the towing crowd and this is not the competition crowd but the towing crowd they look at slight improvements so you're not going to really find a lot of towers use s400s they're going to look for uh, s300 so you got your 363 364 and a half and that's kind of the sweet spot that we really see the tow people uh the tow trucks really drive into that because they don't want to lose the spoolability right that's still critical getting off the line is 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 a critical component of towing my vehicle right if i can accelerate from 0 to 30 and it takes me forever to get to 0 to 30 well how am i going to go from 30 to 60 uh, and so it's a real key component and so the screamer turbochargers uh which utilize the vgt you don't lose your exhaust brake which is massive right the tow crowd loves that exhaust brake um and so you kind of get both avenues right you get your exhaust brake and you get the uh, enhanced performance from the Screamer series. Uh, Dodge the HE3 series, the HE300 or the 351 for the early model. Um, we've shown that that turbocharger is undersized from factory. Uh, with our 64 and a half millimeter billet compressor wheel, we've actually got really good results uh, with actually stock vehicles, right? And, and people have actually said that, hey, you know what, the performance has actually improved. I haven't installed a tuner, I haven't done anything, um, and we, we're picking up power. And we see that type of theme throughout, um, and you get into the Duramax applications, the Duramax application, uh, less popular application, just sheer to the number of uh, aftermarket upgrade individuals, but you're running into that situation again, is, is that the OEMs really uh, are constrained and don't, you know what, as a designer, they take a look at you know the duty cycle and uh, the duty cycle of an engine who of a customer who tows is at a higher echelon than a uh, uh, than say a construction worker or somebody that does not tow right uh, and so they'll design uh, the powertrain on a lower duty cycle uh, which we know our customers they're high duty cycle and what I mean by high duty cycles they use a lot of the upper horsepower a lot more and that's the customer that we're targeting um, and so some of the technology we use, compressor wheels, turbines wheels, mixed flow turbine wheels in the Duramax and, and uh, Ford applications, that you don't lose the spoolability, 
but you increase top end flow and efficiency and that reduces the EGTs, right? So again, it all swings back to making that towing experience or that, that tow experience, the drive, that much more enjoyable. So, And it links itself, as you mentioned, with EGTs and you know, the cooling part. And that, that is so crucial as well because if you have, you have great power and response, but you constantly have to ease up on the throttle because you're hitting 15, 1600 degrees or higher, well, then that power is not usable. And so as far as the balance between the two, you know, say I have a 5.9 liter, like an 06 or 07, and I'm in that tow crowd and I go on the BD website or I call you guys, as far as the towing turbo, how do I pick one? Or how would you guys guide me through it? Are there a couple different ones I can choose? Would you guys ask me, hey, do you plan on any future upgrades? Or how do I, how do I go from stock to, you know, the next step up and still keep that drivability, but keep my EGTs in check as well? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I think that's what um, our tech line, that's probably one of the number one questions. And it's kind of a fearful approach on consumers. They don't want to go too big. They don't want to go too small. So really, how can we coach a, a consumer into it, right? And it's making the best decision. Because um, a lot of the times, consumers will, will drive, say, hey, you know what? I want 600 horse, so I'm going to buy a turbocharger that's going to give me 600 horse. Uh, well, in a lot of situations, you really have to analyze where do you drive your vehicle the most? Do you drive it at that six, 700 horsepower range? Are you looking for top end power? Because if you're looking specifically to address a concern at 600 horse and get peak efficiency at 600 horse, well, I can tell you certainly down at 300 horse or 200 horse, keep in mind when you're cruising on the road, you're consuming on a freeway doing 60 miles an hour, you're at that 30 to 40 horsepower range. When you have a trailer in behind you, not going up a hill, maybe um, some wind load, you're around 100, 150 horse. And a lot of the times people tow at that 200 to 300 horse, it's a lower percentage of the time that you actually tow at 600 horse. And so there's the rub where you have to design and choose a turbo around the the meat of the bell curve, you know? Um, and, and that's where, as engineers, where we really have to say, what, what's gonna benefit our customer the most? And it's gonna be the meaty part of the bell curve, right? The area under the curve is, is so important. Uh, a high horsepower peak number is really great for uh, dyno competitions and that's about it uh, and so we like to coach the the customer to really let them to understand how do you drive where when do you spend most of your time um, is it uh, is it at peak rpm are you a uh, are you a racer motorsports type of guy or, or are you just a average guy that likes to tow um, how heavy is your trailer right and so we really have to take a look and coach that customer through and a lot of the times, those customers end up in that 63 to 64 and a half range. Occasionally, they'll get bumped to 66 millimeters uh, um, inducer wheel size. But outside of that, it is pretty rare. It is pretty rare. So, um, And again, it's really to, to make sure that customer is going to be happy with the turbocharger. right? So this is something that uh, they're investing. And we're going to hold their hand through that decision-making process. That's where I think it's incredibly helpful as well to either you know be able to go on to a website, find the information, 
or to call in or, or chat in or send an email because if we spend some time on social media, a lot of truck owners will say, hey, you know what, I'm looking for a turbo. And a guy will say, hey, I run this size and I can tow just fine. But he might be at a higher power level towing less weight less frequently where it's doable. And, you know, investing in a turbo and some of the other components that come with it, whether it's a manifold or boots and clamps and downpipe and anything else people may do while they're there, they don't want to make that that mistake. And so being able to engage with the truck owner and understand you know where they're going like if you choose a turbo for 650 to 750 horse but you're driving at 500 or 400 or 350 the experience is going to be different than you know if it's a, a street truck taking it to test and tunes and you know having fun with it at 700 it's entirely different experience so i think that's really helpful and where a lot of really good decisions can be made for the truck owner to select the right size turbo yeah, that's that's exactly it. Um, and again, it's it, it's a really it's an experience, and we try to to hold the customer's hand to make that decision and really understand. And and you know what, some customers are really looking for that peak number, and and some not. So it's it's a it's and that's where kind of the sizing of the turbo, the art of the size, right? And, and the other thing is is that elevation makes a massive difference. Uh, we had one particular customer, sixty two hundred feet. Uh, the turbocharger that um, somebody on the coastline would normally run, uh, he would have a hard time with that turbocharger. Yeah, elevation definitely. It, it's almost like two sets of rules or two sets of guidelines that 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 are there for it. And through just chatting with a lot of our fans and even doing some podcast episodes with them, the a lot of them when they reach out to us, they've done the turbo upgrade already, and they'll request more information about okay, how do I keep cooling efficient? And at that point, it may not be EGTs. It could be a little bit, but there's so many parts of it. Like, what's my transmission temperatures doing? What about the differential temps? What about, you know, the coolant? All these other parts of it that I think in a towing application are going to be almost more crucial than if you're going out and racing because you're going to be doing it for maybe hundreds of miles or thousands of miles. And I wanted to ask you about the BD lineup as it pertains to the cooling side of things. And I'm, I'm sure there's a little bit of crossover with the turbos and EGTs, but what, what do you guys offer for other parts of the truck to keep the, you know, the, the temperatures where they should be? Yeah, I think, I think that's one of the things that the people really don't understand is, is that internal combustion engine is, uh, is not the most efficient uh, source of energy, right? It gives up a lot of that heat. Uh, a lot of the waste energy goes into heat. Uh, in a lot of cases, if I add 100 extra horsepower, a large percentage of that 100 extra horsepower that I just added now comes out as heat, right? Um, and so and that's why you really have to be cognizant on, on where where that is, how it's how are you going to control it, right? Whether it's under hood temperatures, which is, you know, at the... Uh, and the people in Arizona certainly know about under hood temperatures. That's always a concern. Uh, but transmission temperatures and coolant temperatures, right? Uh, intercoolers uh, do a very good job at, at reducing intake air charge, uh, which actually has a, a large impact over um, EGTs and overall actual uh, heat, waste heat of the engine, right? Uh, cooler, denser charge coming into the engine, obviously more power and uh, cooler exhaust gas is coming out. In addition to that, 
that intercooler as well, it's got to reject that heat, so it's got to go somewhere. So the intercooler design and the amount of uh, heat coming through or keep coming off that intercooler goes into the radiator. And so you got to be cognizant on how much uh, heat you put in the radiator. Your coolant temperatures are going to suffer, right? Um, and so really what we see, uh, obviously, just like everybody else, you see sales uh, double or triple on transmission oil coolers um, and auxiliary uh, coolers in, in as well, right? A um, number of years ago, we introduced, you know, there was uh, one particular brand of, of uh, auxiliary cooler out there, and, and you know what, they have a, they have a very good reputation, and, and they were the de facto standard. Um, but the technology that used was, was somewhat old. Uh, it was uh, effectively a tubular style with, uh, uh, with a number of external fins, and the technology was actually driving towards what we call as a micro-extrusion, where the, uh, it's an extruded aluminum uh, tube, and these aluminum tubes are very small in cross-sectional area. Um, and it creates a very turbulent high velocity flow and um, what happens is is that actually it wicks a lot of that heat out uh, a lot more efficient right the more turbulent it is the more uh, temperature it's going to pull out um, and uh, the cross-sectional area being very thin allows the heat to transfer very quickly and so we actually experienced very very good success with that product line and that's that TLC uh, in some cases we call it the suitcase uh, cooler just because it uh, the double TOC actually looks like a suitcase. It's a very compact unit um, and generally size by size it's it's one of the most efficient coolers, auxiliary coolers on the market. Um, so you, you see that really take off and a lot of the um, a lot of the customers in the southern states uh, really dive into that product line. So. When we think about the, the process of towing and you know, say we've, we've got the upgraded turbo, we did the intercooler, we have better power, more usable power, can use it for longer, and then we've got a stock transmission. And depending on the year and the make, it may you know, the OEM system might quickly be overwhelmed by that extra that extra power. And think of being able to control the transmission temperature or help it. It can it can save a lot of money to to the operator, you know, in that. We're not breaking down the fluid as quick. We're not damaging the converter, the clutch packs. We're not going to quickly have to, you know, do a, a, an upgraded transmission. And as far as, you know, like the cost and the install, it's one of the simpler things we could do to our trucks. Yeah, definitely. You can definitely do it at home, right? It's that it's that old saying, what is it? Uh, ounce of prevention is, or ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Um, <laughs> invest now because it gets really expensive after. Oh, it does. Yeah, and they're they're just they're, they're great. They're great additions, even you know, just in general to be able to control to to control the the temperatures. And I think of so many messages or just comments about you know sixty RFE that's getting hotter and Allison that's getting hotter. You know, I towed my boat to the lake and the temperatures were you know two fifteen, two twenty, two thirty, and I had to back out of it a lot. And it's just that it's not. You know, we think of towing, we think of the power, we think of the torque, we think of EGTs, but fluid temperature control is is crucial, crucial as well. And I think that's that's what's so so important to that system because it's really a towing system. It's not just one particular thing, you know, that we do. 
or need to be able to tow better, you know. And you had touched on it earlier with exhaust brakes. And, you know, through this towing upgrade process, we've addressed the power, addressed the cooling, and now it becomes about, okay, how do I use my brakes less or slow down my trailer or what I'm hauling? And for, you know, the newer trucks that, that have a VGT and come with an exhaust brake stock, that's fantastic. But what if you have an older truck, didn't come with it? How does that factor into a complete towing setup? Because everybody wants, everyone wants an exhaust brake and wants to be able to slow down quicker. Yeah, I think that's one of the things just too is that now you got all this power to climb that hill. You know, on the other side, uh, there's going to be a grade. Uh, there's going to be a point where you're going to have to slow this thing down. And um, over the years, trailers aren't getting smaller, right? If you, if you take a look at some of the uh, towing capacity uh, of these one tons and uh, 450s and 550s, it's uh, it's unreal, right? Uh, we're up over 35,000 pounds. Um, yeah, it, it starts to become a little bit more concerning, right? Um, it's you got a lot of weight behind you, and you got a, and you got you you got your disc brakes. Yeah, they're bigger, but at the same time too is is that as everybody knows, uh, you, you don't want that car to cut out in front of you and slam on their brakes, and so slowing down under control is really critical um yeah and so we have you know what we're known for our exhaust brakes uh, way back since the 80s we've uh, produced exhaust brakes for some of the older conventional vehicles when i say older i'm talking like five nine so you're talking about oh seven and back so um in addition to that we've tackled some of the variable geometry exhaust brakes uh with the uh with the add-on controllers um and so we really start to see exhaust brake sales pick up just because of that. In the wintertime, you're not driving, you're not hauling as much. Uh, but now people are heading to the mountains, and that's where exhaust brakes are, uh, are really paramount in safety, security of, of your load, whether it's your family or, or you're towing for work or what have you. Uh, it's all about control, definitely. You know, one of the, the questions that can arise is, and I'd say this is specifically towards the pre of seven and a half trucks, is you know, a lot of them have been on the road for a while. They may have an aftermarket exhaust, you know, maybe say a five inch on a five nine or something like that. And how easy or difficult is it to be able to incorporate an aftermarket exhaust brake into what could be a custom or a larger diameter exhaust than what came stock on the truck? Uh, it's actually it's quite um, it's not we give all the adapters and effectively you know what somebody with a, a standard mag welder um, can really adapt quite easy uh, because of the the amount of pressure that is generated by the exhaust brake we always recommend uh, in front of the exhaust brake close to the engine you weld that connection uh, post exhaust brake uh, we actually use a stainless steel clamp a lap joint clamp uh, or a band clamp um, and so you really only have to weld one connection and we provide all the adapters um, It's a fairly easy install too for for a technician again these guys uh, uh, a lot of there's a lot of great technicians out there that have uh, years of experience that could uh, easily do this even muffler shops I find muffler shops are uh, by certainly skilled enough to tackle these types of projects, right? So uh, most of the times you can install almost all the components yourself and then uh, somebody with a welder and a, and a hoist can, uh, can help you out after that. So I've got the power, 
I've got the cooling. I can control and slow down what I'm towing better with the exhaust brake. Then that leads to the fourth part, and I know the Dodge owners out there are really going to identify with this, and that's the stability. So as I've increased the power, the towing weight, working the truck harder, what sort of issues are we going to see in the steering and suspension arise, and what does BD offer to be able to address those? I know you guys got a lot of different suspension products, but specifically, you know, in this towing setup, what can I what can I expect to be an issue, and then how do I fix it? Yeah, I guess in a lot of the cases, you know what um, what typically wears out everybody. All the Dodge owners know the challenges with uh, with the steering box and the steering box stabilizer that we offer that really tightens up the front end and gives such a, a positive experience. And a lot of the customers say, hey, you know, this is how it should have come from the factory. Um, install is, is literally like 25 minutes. You can do it yourself in your garage or in your driveway. That's probably the biggest thing. And then we're starting to see track bars, control arms, uh, traction bars. Anything that really stabilizes the vehicle left and right, um, especially for the Dodge applications, right? Uh, actually, this past couple of years, we've seen a huge uptake in, in Ford issues for uh, track bars. Um, 17 to 19 had a huge issue uh, where there was actually a Ford recall in regards to some of the track bars. People were having the, uh, um, the death wobble. Uh, that the uh, Chrysler guys, the Ram guys, are, are so familiar with. Now Ford has an experience with that, and so we're starting to see a lot of uptake uh, on the products that solve that problem. Um, so a lot of these guys are really starting to uh, to understand that, hey, you know what, uh, my vehicle characteristic, it does this. Well, the fix is this, right? Um, and so we have a lot of different suspension front end pieces, like I say, track bars, that, that address those shortcomings uh, in your vehicle, whether it's due to a lift kit, whether it's due to a leveling kit, or parts just wearing out. Um, and so we kind of tackle those as, you know, what, what's going to have the biggest impact to the consumer? If, if this was my vehicle, uh, dollar for dollar, what's going to be the biggest benefit for me? Um, definitely, right? So you have steering box stabilizer, you have uh, cam caster adjusters, right? Putting caster back into these vehicles is really important for stability. A leveling kit is going to pull that caster out. So in the Ford applications, you know, that's critical. That's one of those critical components that, that causes this death wobble is that you pull the caster out with a leveling kit, well, you got to inject it back in. And so we actually have cam caster kits that address that. It's really refreshing to see in the aftermarket how much support there is because, you know, driving stability, we're going to fill that all the time. The, the turbo is going to come on at a certain power level. The cooling temperatures we're going to see those on a gauge but if we get death wobble and experience that we're definitely not going to be want to towing you know go be towing consistently with it and so being able to call up bd diesel and say hey this is the year and the make truck i have this is what it's doing what do i need to fix this that saves me a ton of time or a shop a ton of time instead of having to you know throw parts at something and guess what may be wrong you guys have seen it you guys have engineered a a solution for it and that really i mean that rounds out the towing setup the, the the complete towing setup that we all want for our trucks yeah yeah i yeah i agree definitely now's the time to invest right again when you're towing you're gonna have you got different cargo you got your family in the back right and so 
I think the, the cost-benefit analysis changes. Uh, when I got my kids in the back, I got my wife beside me, um, right? And you don't want to get into a death wobble situation when, when the family's in the vehicle. You know, one of my favorite things about chatting with you, Christian, is to ask you what you guys are getting ready to release. And from when we chatted last time, I know you guys have been incredibly busy working on not just products that are cool, but that solve problems for truck owners out there and allow us to have more reliable trucks. And so I wanted to ask you, I mean, what what's coming up? What can we expect? What What is BD getting ready to release? Yeah, so some of the biggest stuff that's coming up, we're pretty excited. Um, so a lot of our customers and a lot of the market is, uh, is aware of our throttle sensitivity booster, TSB for short. We actually have version three launching. Uh, version three is kind of an all new ground up um, design, right? It, it's, it's much nicer to look at, um, you know, and short of descriptive, it, it's very pretty. It, it looks like an aftermarket, a consumer electronics, right? It's all integrated, all the buttons. Uh, and so you're really going to see us launching hard. Um, it's simplified. Installation is way easier. Cost is, is aggressive. We have some new features built into it. It actually has artificial intelligence built into it. Uh, so we're pretty excited about that. Uh, and that's launching um, next, actually next week officially. So you guys get the scoop. Um, we do have some uh, YouTube channel information going up with that so that's that we're pretty excited about that so we have some new markets that we're going to tackle with that so uh and not to be outdone uh you're, you're hopefully should see an announcement in regards to a performance injector line for the ram cummins applications uh that's met um epa's 49 state emissions legality so uh we've all, all had it tested and it, and it passed um, so it's 49 state legal. Uh, so those would be performance injectors for the Ram Cummins. Uh, right now we're just uh, going through the trials and tribulations of dealing with CARB to get it signed off. Uh, but the data is in and the data's passed. So we're pretty excited about that program. So um, that should be coming up uh, shortly as well. So. It's really exciting to hear that because like late last year and, and beginning part of this year, emissions approved carb approved parts were such a huge part of the conversation that we have been having with truck owners and retailers and manufacturers about being able to deliver those kind of products for you know people that you know, maybe they do live in california and they do need a carb number or maybe they live outside of california but they want to be able to travel anywhere that they want to go and want to be able to install these upgrades for towing or reliability and then have that carb approval number. So it's it's something that I think in a way it's almost been you know lost from the conversation because so much has been going on. But from your guys' perspective, what has it how has it been? What have you guys you know, is it still, you know, working hard and trying to get all those products that you know the emissions equipped diesel truck owner wants and, and, and just pursuing that process like you mentioned to us before? Yeah, actually, we haven't, through this whole pandemic, we haven't stopped. You know what? It's the future, and we kept on going, so we kept on investing. So, um, you know what? As a business, we had the ability to continue to invest in our future, and that's what we did. Um, you kind of double down on things when uh, things are challenging. You, you know, 
uh, as a nation, we're going to pull out of this. Um, and so we continue to invest and to continue to grow and continue to move forward, right? Um, new technologies. Um, yeah, and that's the best thing to do, right? Because at, at the end of the day, we want to support our customers as much as possible. Uh, and this is the right move to make. In chatting with some of the tuners out there, it's been amazing to hear what they can get out of emissions-equipped trucks now versus if we think back in you know, 2008, 2010, the, the numbers that they could hit then versus now is, is totally different. And I was chatting with one recently about the 2020 Power Stroke, and they said they're hitting about 600 horsepower, tune only, all emissions intact. And in the context of uh, towing setup, is we're thinking about these newer diesels they're going to be making more power and they're going to need that efficiency at a greater power level than stock and seeing how this all comes together with with tuning with turbos cooling and everything else it's it's going to be really exciting to see what these emissions equipped trucks can do with increased power that they're getting electronically and then the hard parts and the upgrades that you guys are delivering for their towing vehicle. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, and those are some of the things that we've seen, you know, tuning in-house uh, and turbochargers in-house. We've started to see that 600 horsepower level is um, is not far off. Like you can you can cross that boundary right now and it's, it's whether or not the customer is gonna be able to use it long-term or not, but we're starting to encroach on that level where it's quite easy to actually hit that 600 horsepower level. And you're correct, you know what? 10 years ago, oh my gosh, like how far we've come. Well, it's a really cool time to be a diesel truck owner and to see the amount of support and expertise and engineering that's going into these products to make our trucks better. It, it makes it a, a bright future. And specifically you know, with the towing side, is it, it is the most popular part of owning a diesel that's the reason most of us get them and you answered a ton of questions that we get throughout the year but especially you know right now with summer approaching is how to make that ultimate towing setup or if, if we're going to do it in stages what stages to go through and, and what to be able to expect for increased power and cooling braking and then also stability while we drive so we definitely look forward to chatting with you in the future you guys have a always have a lot of really cool things in the the pipeline and i look forward to catching up with you here shortly and seeing what other new products are about to hit the diesel market ah uh, yes sir yeah definitely it's always busy you're always busy so don't forget diesel fans if there's any questions that you have about your particular truck and upgrades that you want to do to it Make sure and go to us.bddiesel.com. Check out what they have. If you have any questions, just send them an email, give them a call. You can chat in with them, and they'll be more than happy to help you. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.